This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? By it's now, a lifestyle. That's what the Connected yeah. Experience is. Because by now, if this is not your first episode, you should know. Like, we just in the business of introducing people to each other, whether it's two people in the studio or whether it's we have a guest and we introduce y'all to the guests. So we just like to plug people in hopes that everything go well after they've been plugged. Yeah, that's why I said it's a lifestyle because it really yeah. just it, the show actually developed into. I mean, our lifestyle actually developed into the show. Right. So, what you got going on? How you been, man? Hey, man, I can't call it same old, same old with a little bit of something new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shirt looking kind of, you know. So what? Kind of suspect on you. Yo. Yeah, your shirt looks suspect. What My shirt fuck? look big. Your that shit, shit look mad look little, big, dog. That you shit know? look whack. Okay, okay. But you should have polka dots on. So what? These are stripes, bro. Yeah, you might as well have polka dots. You got a book pick of the week? I don't, man, because the book I read. Or listen to everybody listen to it or read it because you know you know how that bandwagon is. I ain't even gonna mention it. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? But that's the last book I indulged in. I actually listened to it twice because the first time I listened to it, it was a poor connection. I was at work, you know, doing shit you ain't supposed to do. I listened to, to it twice too, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But not because of a poor connection because I just wanted to see what if I you did. And yeah. I did. I missed a few things because some stuff that you was telling me, I didn't catch. Just like some shit you told me. I actually didn't hear it the first time because it it had skipped to the next thing by itself. But uh, what's your uh, you know who else had a good audio book while we talking? Who Prodigy dog? Oh yeah, Prodigy yeah, yeah, had yeah, a yeah. dope audio book. I listen book, to Prodigy yeah. audio book like a couple times a year. Actually, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do too. That's why I said it because I had been listening to it just out on of the, the YouTube blue. though. I listen to that on the YouTube. I never seen it on the uh, nothing it, else. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. All right, yeah, I got um. I don't got a book pick. I got something you need to know. So what my something you need to know is Nagesh, and that is an Ethiopian village, which is considered to be the earliest Muslim settlement in Africa, a cemetery from the 17th century CE. The 7th. I'm sorry. The 7th century CE has been, um, it's it's a cemetery out there that got all that stuff out there that let you know how old it is. But the reason that that's my uh, something you need to know, first of all, People that know us know that we got like we Ethiopian, like yeah, we got Ethiopian blood. Yeah. I wouldn't say we was Ethiopian because we're not connected to the culture, but we definitely got like we Ethiopian like four blood. generations removed from yeah, Ethiopia. Yeah, yeah. No slave shit over here, bro. They was doctors the whole family. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's um, by the time they made it to Philadelphia, it was doctors and shit like that. So, what we got going on today? We actually got a guest, and he has his own. He got his own lifestyle brand. I'm not even gonna call it a clothing brand because I know his shoes, his clothes, it's a lot of different things. So go, on, so go on here and introduce yourself to our audience, bro. What up, though? I'm Rockland, Nagash, CEO of Nagash Apparel and Footwear. Hold on, what the? F- that's what I'm Hold saying. Hold that. Flip this shit over. You got it in front of it. F- flip it. I'm gonna just do it like this because no, this whack ass case, man. That, so what? <laughs> do it. Do the shit up and down, son. What the fuck? All right, man. Reintroduce yourself. <laughs> what up, though? Hotel Peace. I'm Rockland Nagash, the CEO of Nagash Apparel and Footwear. Okay. Now, you said Hotep. What, what does that mean? Hotep means peace. Is okay. It. Yeah, because I've been seeing like a lot of people uh, say that. So is that an Ethiopian term or just an African no, it's term? It's actually an Egyptian term. Egyptian, yeah. So African, because Africa, Egypt is an African, right, no matter correct. what they say. So uh, let's let's get into you, man. So basically, what we do, like we was telling you, we the connected experience. So like uh, we do a, a segment or shows based on like life after felonies, and we know like you don't have a felony, but your father 
was raising you basically from the penitentiary, right? So can you tell us like how that uh how that shaped you and molded you cuz this was from very early on or how old was you when uh, your father went to yeah, the penitentiary? Yeah, I was 2 years old when my father okay. uh, went to the penitentiary and he raised me. He's still, you know, raising me now. He's still yeah. active in my life. We have a very close relationship where we I visit him every Sunday. We talk on the phone every other day. We still we communicate through emails. Yeah. Um, so he he stayed or fed. Uh, he stayed. Okay, 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 okay. Well, we don't have to get into what he in there for, but like, since that's all you know, are you a father? Yes, I am. So, like, what's the difference besides being there physically? Like, what support do he give you uh, mentally and emotionally? But you knowing, like, you can't just go call him when you want to. Um, with just him, like him raising me and being there for me, showed me that, you know, because I, I saw how my other friends, they fathers wasn't in their lives and they wasn't even incarcerated. Yeah. And they had fathers that would walk past them on the streets and wouldn't even speak to them. Yeah. And my father was, you know, in his situation and all the things he did for me showed me that, you know, you could be the best father. It don't. It don't take much to be a, a, a good, good father. father. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because like what people really don't understand is kids just want the time. Any way you can spend time with them, whether it has to be over the phone, like in y'all situation, or I'ma just go pick you up. We go go to the park and you just go play. But you know, when you look back, like your father over your shoulder, you get a different sense of a. Uh, Feel a different feeling than when like because if you a single got a single mom you with her all the time sometimes she might be mad about some shit that ain't got she a woman you yeah. feel what I'm saying like we sing we was raised by our our mother but they was married and my father went to jail so he had the parent from jail what uh, what was we we was probably like seven yeah we was probably like seven so he parented from jail but we had the uh, luxury of being in a home with him early on so that was the biggest thing for us like damn this is a really big difference. Like, it go from him telling you what to do, being right there, yeah. to him really just trying to be nice and shit because he not in the home. And, like, you feel what I'm saying? To be very honest, he went to jail for something like me and my brother did. Well, we both did it collectively. But <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why he went to jail. So we looked at it from a different perspective. Like, okay, so this could happen if you protect your family. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, you actually do clothes and got a website. So, uh, talk about that a little bit, and then we that we gonna come back to that though too. Uh, well, I started about I started off actually how I got into the business. Uh, I started off selling sneakers on eBay. Okay, um, and I was shipping shoes everywhere, and then I just kind of got to the point where I was like, I'm selling all these shoes on eBay, shipping all these sneakers. I could do my own sneakers and sell my own sneakers on my own website. Now, did that come from being like? Uh, Coming from an entrepreneur family, like what about your early life with your mom? You got siblings and stuff like that. Uh, no, not coming from an entrepreneur family, but just my my pops played a big role in that. He kind of pushed me just to, you know, be an entrepreneur early on. He just sent me a lot of books about black inventors and black entrepreneurs, and that's what motivated me to, you know, start my own business. Right. So you 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 out of Detroit? You uh, you grew up in Detroit? Yep. So what part of Detroit did you grow up in? I'm from the west side. I went to Northwestern and Murray Wright High School, so from the Linwood, Dexter area. Okay, cool, cool. Was you into sports or anything like that growing uh, up? I did play a little basketball, but I wasn't really into it that much. I was more so into I was I was a hustler. I was in the street. Right, right, right. You from that way, so yeah. that yeah, you just followed along with what yeah. was going on. So, how would you say growing up in Detroit shaped your your fashion sense when you finally started getting into creating the clothes? Uh, it played a major part because I mean we we like the trendsetters in Detroit. You know they they. A lot of people want to admit it, but a lot of styles come out of Detroit and, you know, go to other places. 
most of the styles. Because, like, if you look what's going on now, just look at everybody who getting money who rap. What kind of glasses they got? Yeah, they, 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 the whole industry. Yeah. Look, and I don't like that. I don't agree with that because I don't think that the D, the artists and stuff, should let these people come in and take the sauce. Is that what they're calling it now? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because when you do that, now you just look like them. them. You look yeah. like them to the world. And I don't care who doing it. Some of my favorite artists is running around with Cardi's and stuff on going to the same jewelers. And I'm like, yeah. they that wouldn't expose y'all. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. would. They You not with going them, to their jewelers. We not see yeah. to where it came from. Yeah, we, we don't yeah. see pictures of y'all at their jewelry stores. You right. know what I'm saying? And so I think that niggas, y'all need to stop that. Don't let no nigga put on no top tens, no cardies and shit and act like that's what they do where they from because yeah. that, that's how you sit. If I'm in Atlanta, that's how I know you a Detroit nigga. You got on the D hat, some cardies and some top tens. Yeah. Now, every rap nigga look like yeah. that. So I don't think that's cool. Like, that's what, the style is the style. Don't let no nigga nibble the scribble, man. Yeah, it, it happened all the time, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, that's why you got to be, like, creative and creating, like, the next style or whatever. That's how you used to identify where people was from when they rapped. So you see a bunch of niggas with Tim's on and fucking Averexes. Guess what? We know they from somewhere in New York, probably Queens or Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? You seen a nigga who was slightly fresh as a Detroit nigga, what we go say? Oh, they must be from, from Harlem. Harlem. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But... I guess niggas want to be so accepted by these niggas that they just, whatever, just so I can say I'm with this nigga, let me do this with him. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Yeah. That was getting off topic, though. But go so ahead. how did you discover the sneaker culture? Because you said you were selling yeah. sneakers on uh, eBay. I would resell sneakers on eBay. I was, you know, a reseller, cop them, and, you know, go on eBay, sell them for a higher price. That was my hustle back then. Yeah, okay. And then I, I read in your bio that your dad used to order you a lot of shoes out the East Bay catalog. Yeah, yeah. he would send me, like, the... The craziest shoes out the East Bay catalog that, you know, nobody else was wearing. So when I go to school, I had something different. Everybody else would be wearing, you know, the J's or whatever was yeah. out. And I had something that was different from East Bay. We used to order jerseys out the East Bay. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, yeah, back in the day. I remember that, man. Did, and they still, still around. Yeah, yeah, they, they still, still around. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, but now mainly motherfuckers is ordering, like, shit for, like, sports teams, like your whole basketball team. Okay, you okay. Get it from okay. there. You know what I'm saying? So... One thing that go hand in hand with shoes and clothes is music. So, are you into the music? Like, have you ever been into the music and stuff like that? Uh, not personally. Like, you yeah. know, me as an artist and nothing. No, I haven't been. Um, but you know, I love music. I, you know, I definitely yeah. dig it. Yeah. So, have any artists from around the way or nationally had on any of your products? Uh, yeah. Actually, when I first started, we actually got a pair on Mac Main, um, yeah, which that yeah. was huge. Um, now we got you know some local artists wearing it. Um, Trick Trick, you know, he supports definitely. Yeah, yeah. So is it anything available in stores or it's all online? Uh, we are in a couple boutiques, but majority of our products you got to get off the website. Yeah, yeah my uh, my partner had got a, a few a few pair of them shoes. Uh, Chef O, Chef O, he had that's uh, like my my homeboy actually had put me up on it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, it's a black dude with some shoes. I think he ain't know that you was from the D. You know what I'm saying? He like, I think you from Detroit. He ordered a couple pair, and I, I like them, man. I like the, I like what you're doing with them. So let's. What was the inspiration behind just creating all of it? Uh, well, when I found out the name, the gosh, uh, actually, I was in school. I was in college, and I was taking this world, um, what was it, a world's, uh, world religion class. Yeah. And I found out about the gosh, and when I found the name, I was like, this is this is dope. You know, this is different. It, it kind of, you know, and, and and I found out the meaning behind it. So I was like, man, this would be a dope brand name for a brand. Yeah. So I just put it together like that. 
Yeah, so what college did you go to? I just went to University of Phoenix. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got a good degree from University of Phoenix. Also. Me too. I got a yeah. degree. Yeah. Okay. The most yeah, expensive I, purchase I ever made in my <laughs> fucking life. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I got one in business. What's yours? Yeah. Uh, arts and business. Okay, yeah. I got Mine is in information technology and technical writing. Yeah. What is technical writing? I've never used information exactly. technology <laughs> or technical writing. Yeah, you use information technology, but technical writing. I just would assume there was something technical with writing. You know what I'm saying? So I actually took that same class. You know what I'm saying? And that actually, like, uh, I used to practice Islam. I don't practice any religion now because Islam, Christianity, Catholicism is all a means of control, right? So the same argument that Muslim, black Muslims have for being a Christian is the same argument that a Christian can actually present for you being a Muslim. It was all spread through fear with blacks among blacks especially from the continent it was all spread through fear and everything you fear you you know what i'm saying like you bow down like we really come from where it was no religion we had practices like if you from if you descend from the continent we had practices and those practices work for us and then these people would tell you that that's voodoo you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We had practices. We had our own medicine. We had our own ways of being with somebody, not limited to being married to one person. You know what I'm saying? Because this is how we ran our, say, village or whatever. And then they come in with the Islam. The Islam was spread through fear and terror, just like Christianity. And now the biggest thing in a black community is we battle each other down about Islam and Christianity and won't even like accept our heritage that neither one of these are our heritage. You know what I'm saying? They'd tell you that Jesus, it, every black church got a picture of a white Jesus, but then they'd tell you the region he come from, and there's no white people who come from that region. Yeah. Show me one white person who originate from that region. You can't do it. And it's not a black or white thing. It's a black people being more conscious of self thing. And and I feel like that word religion class that you had, that I had, that everybody who go to University of Phoenix have is like the one of the first three classes. It actually taught me like this is all the same. Yeah. You you replace you replace Jesus with Muhammad, even though we ain't pray to Muhammad, but that's the representation. Yeah. And then that's why it's no picture. It'll never be a picture of Muhammad because they want Muhammad to look like them. When if you from this region, which was predominantly black, it would look like us, and they can't have that. Yeah. And even with you saying uh, the whole tip that's from Egypt, Egyptians won't even say that they're Africans. Moroccans don't even say that they're Africans. And these northern African countries, not dark-skinned like they used to be because they let the motherfuckers come in, get in the blood, and try to uh, excess out. Yeah, I actually, where I grew up was um, my dad's side, they Muslim. My yeah. mom's side was Christian. So I would go to the masjid on Fridays and pray five times a day. Yeah. And I would be in church on Sunday. Yeah. So I learned at an early age, and I kind of was like, you know, they both the same. Exactly you know? the same. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly the same. So it's more, with me, it's more of a spirituality thing. Like, some people call it intuition, whatever. Like, your spirit move you. Even if it's telling you, bro, don't go right. And yeah. then you go left, and then you come back around, and there's a big car accident. You would have been in that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I believe in the higher power, but I don't believe that God is Jesus by far. Yeah. You, feel, you oh, yeah. feel what I'm saying? I don't believe that. I have believed that. And it's just like, even with political parties, I'm pretty sure, like, people, like, who ask a black person, a young black person, why they a Democrat, right? They're going to say mom, something. Because yeah, my mom. Because my, my grandma. Was a, you know yeah, and then when you get to looking into these parties, you like, how can you be either one how can you think straight just like this or straight just like that? No, I believe in, uh, I'm pro-choice, right? And then I, I don't like, uh, what's it called? I don't know. I don't like uh, <laughs> social services. I don't like better social services. I feel like 
I feel like across the board, no matter what type of money you make, that everyone should get grocery money per your household, how many people in your household. Why? Because then that eliminate what people try to call welfare queens. If everybody get grocery money per what's on your household, then we all got it. I never thought about that. The groceries would be better because now Kroger know that a family of four coming in here at least get, say, $2,000. Now, anything you go over after that, you're responsible for but that's even going to help you with the budget and help you with the meal plan. And you will even eat uh, cleaner and better because you would know we don't want to go over to $2,000. Sound like you put some thought into that. I've been thinking <laughs> that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, yeah. I've never was. That, that thought has never was crossed my mind. Yeah. So how you feel about that grocery uh, money thing? Sound lucrative. Yeah. 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 Because, <laughs> listen, man, the only thing that separate uh, rich and poor is really the social services, if you pay attention. You feel what I'm saying? It's the yeah. social services. So Democrats run on platforms like, oh, we're going to have better social services. No. Why? To yeah. make me lazier? The more money you make, you can't even get social services. So then a motherfucker go for a job that's, say, $14 an hour, which is really nothing in today's society. Yeah. And then it's an $8 job. they rather work the $8 job so they don't get cut off their benefits. Well, just give everybody grocery money benefits. Yeah. It's not why well, ain't nobody running on that platform. I mean, we, we all gotta eat. So <laughs> yeah, right. everybody yeah, gotta yeah, eat. Yeah. Everything that people do, what they say behind that, because I gotta eat. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Why you got your own business? I gotta eat. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> right, 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 right. You feel right. what I'm saying? So let's talk about your business now. Do you design the clothes or like like how hands on are you? Uh, I'm very hands on. I do design and then I work with other designers. I like to collab with other designers as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, uh, are you into the fabrics? Like, do you go fabric shopping and stuff like um, that? I'm not into the fabrics too much. Just the shoe fabrics. The uh, shoe fabrics, I yeah. get a, I get a fabric, like, uh, textiles from uh, China. Yeah. And I use those to create different shoes. Yeah, so where do your inspiration come from, the shoes? Do Like, what's your, not that you made, but, like, what's your favorite shoe? Mm, my favorite shoe would have to be the corkscrew editions. The LeBron? The, oh, outside, outside no, of yeah, outside shoe. of yours. Oh, outside of my shoe would have to be, I would say, the Gary Payton gloves. Yeah. That was my favorite shoe. Yeah. So what inspiration did you draw from that? Um, I didn't really take too much inspiration from that shoe. A shoe I did take some inspiration from was the Kanye West uh, when he had those uh, those Nikes. Yeah. And he had the hieroglyphics on those shoes. That, yeah. That, that 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 sparked something in me when yeah. I saw those. Yeah, because yeah, I, I seen so you 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 I seen some shoes that you kind of got the hieroglyphic, and that's what actually set your shoes apart. Now that you think about it, because it's like it's not flashy, but it's like it's eye catching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's eye catching. It's real eye catching. So. Um, what made you go from shoes to actual like t-shirts and stuff like that? Well, actually, when I first started the brand, um, I was doing just t-shirts. Oh, okay. okay. So you went from t-shirts. I went to from shoes. t-shirt to shoes because I was like, you know, ain't nobody doing shoes. I was like, everybody doing t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I initially wanted to do shoes, but I was like, it's gonna be too hard to do shoes. I, like, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. Yeah. But I end up, you know, finding a way, and you know, I end up. Starting a shoe company. Yeah. So what was that process like starting a, like an actual shoe company? Because I don't really know anybody who do shoes. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, like <laughs> well, I don't my, know any in, independent shoe people. Well, the first thing I did was I got on the internet. I started looking up shoe factories in yeah. China and um, saved up my money, 
got on a plane, went over there. Yeah. I met with the factory, uh, built the relationship with them, and you know, took it from there. How welcoming were they? Like when you, when you, so I, I, I would think that you called them first to say, hey, I'm interested on in coming uh, over well, there. We never talked the on the phone. We just, you know, did. I sent some emails back and forth. Yeah. You know, because it was a language barrier. Yeah. Um, but they was very welcoming. You know, they. They treated me like family when I got over there. Yeah. Was so, they emailing you in, in Chinese and you had to uh, no, translate no, it? No, it was it was English. It okay. was English. Yeah. So like uh, when you when you so like take take us like through going over there like that even though you going like to better yourself that kind of got to be a scary feeling like bro I'm from Detroit I'm going I mean, to China. I, I was never scared. <laughs> a lot of people were scared for me, you yeah. know. But I wasn't really scared. I was just like I'm about to go do this, you know. Yeah. So a lot of people was like, man, don't go over there by yourself. You ain't gonna come <laughs> back, you know. But they I, only kept that white people. <laughs> they don't want no niggas, man. <laughs> I wasn't really worried, man. I went over there and it was all love, man. Yeah, so you still experience. deal with the same factory? Um, actually, I don't. Actually, the factory I was dealing with, they had some issues. They actually had an earthquake and they. Oh they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They factory got messed up in um. What year was that? I want to say like 2012, maybe. Yeah, I think like in 2012, 2013, it was an earthquake. Yeah. In China. So they they lost so they factory. So I had to end up having to find another factory. Now, did they help you with that? Like, no, nah, they didn't help me at all. So, is shoe factories uh, in China competitive like uh, chicken spots in Detroit? Yeah, like, they, is they everywhere? Yeah, yeah, they they pretty competitive too. They don't they don't like to deal with each other at all. Yeah, yeah. So that's where it all come from too, though, like Taiwan and all of that, like yeah. them the real shoe factories. So, like, what's the process? So you go over there, you sit down, you tell them this what I need, and then like, what's the turnaround time on that? Uh, I sat down with them. They, you know, they gave me a tour of the factory. They showed me how the shoes is made from start to finish. Once I learned that process, you know, it all started with the sole. Yeah. So once I learned that process, I created my sole, and it was about like I said, sixty day turnaround. Yeah, and it made it easier for you to create, knowing that it created once they showed you the process of creation. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because I had no idea. I didn't know nothing about nothing or what I was doing. I just, you know, knew what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. So that had to make your father proud. Like, what's like some advice he gave? to you about going to China? Uh, he ain't really give me too much advice about it. He just, you know, he just he wanted to see me win. You know, he was happy to see me, you know, do what I was doing. Yeah, now is there ever a possibility that Joe Shoes would be able to be so in the penitentiary? Uh, I don't know. I don't, we was talking about something like that because um, they do have like a, a program where they get their shoes from some uh, manufacturer or something. So it's something that could possibly happen but um, I don't really, I'm not really, you know, thinking Pandering on it too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what's some of your goals with it? Um, right now, I'm, I'm actually doing, um, working on this deal with um, the Detroit Public Schools. Yeah. Um, it's not finalized yet. We're still in, in negotiations with it. But um, soon, all the Detroit Public School kids may be wearing the guy shoes. Yeah, that's yeah. Dope. We're going to put that's that dope. in the atmosphere. Yeah, that'd yeah, be that'd dope. Be a good look. And then that'd be so much inspiration for them because, like, the owner of Nike not black, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you in Detroit public schools, predominantly black, black everything, and Yo, you on your black, black power shoes, shit, just, it, it <laughs> but just it's real, is what know? it is. Yeah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. who else? Who else should get something like that? But somebody who from the city. You went to Detroit public schools. You know that people having nice shoes in Detroit public schools is an issue sometimes because yeah. of like the finances, especially the neighborhoods. Like so, like the neighborhood you grew up in. 
them two schools don't even exist no more. Only one of them schools exists. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. They closing down the schools. So for something like that, that that's like big. Yeah. And let us know, man, because we 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 want to see that happen a thousand yeah, percent. Actually, I'll show y'all some pictures of what I what I came up with. They actually got me designing sneakers for um, their coaches and. Um, for the athletes and stuff. So. Yeah, I seen you just recently was um, a couple weekends ago. You had designed some shoes with Puma to see. Yeah, actually, uh, I was in a contest uh, with Puma. We was doing. Um, it was for twenty thousand dollars. I actually I didn't win though. Um, but yeah, it was it was a cool experience. I loved it. It was just you know something different to do. So what was the actual contest? Uh, well, they gave us. Uh, we had to pitch our our concept of the shoe and. Um, just come up with a design for for their uh, the Puma. What was it? The suede Puma suede shoe. Yeah. So we all just it was twenty of us. I was one of the twenty finalists, and we all had to come up with a a different uh you know thing for the Puma suede. So it was from twenty people from around the country. No, nope. twenty people from, from the Detroit. They oh, okay, 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 yeah, okay, okay. Mm. That's dope. Did you know the person who won? Uh, I didn't know him, but I knew his sister. Okay, prior. Okay, okay. So yeah. are they gonna put those shoes into production for that person, or um, I or it was just for the money? I don't like, know. I think it might have just been for the money because they didn't really talk about that too much. Yeah, because I was thinking that they was probably. Well, when I heard about it, I was wondering if they was gonna put it in production under Shine's line because that was a, a yeah. something Shine had to yeah, do with. Yeah, right? He got a partnership with Puma. Yeah, so I was that because that would have been dope because yeah. they would have been able to come out. But yeah, I seen the yeah, shoe. Actually, it was I'm black and on, yellow. I'm waiting on a call from him because. Uh, he actually told me he liked my design, and uh, he asked for my number when uh, when I seen him at uh, by the block uh, event. So yeah, I'm waiting on the call from him. So my cousin actually uh, emceed that <laughs> by the block event. You feel what I'm saying? So that was crazy. We ain't make it down, but that's dope. I like when uh, people really give back to the community. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it just take being able to see somebody there, especially if they know you from that community. Like, oh shit, uh, Sean was here. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. plus the experience. So talk about the experience. Like, what was the process of that? Like, it was all on the spot or like it was leading up and well, it was like an elimination we process? Had, we had two days uh, and they, they brought us in the first day. The first day, they kind of just, you know, had us like uh, writing out you know different things about our our business or our customer base and things like that. It was a, it was a great learning experience. I learned a lot. Um, and then the next day we kind of we had to finalize up the shoe. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it was it was kind of fast. It went through like that, but um, it was it was awesome. Like I never did no pitch like that before or did a pitch for my business. So it was good learning experience. Right, it just laced you up on what other people was yeah. looking for. So what's the end game with uh with with the whole company with the lifestyle brand? What's the end game? Of it? Uh, right now we tr- right now we trying to like uh just build it up into we want to get like um kind of be like that black Gucci. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know? That high end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to be too high end where the prices is unaffordable. No, nah, man, because it's proven that niggas will pay money for high end stuff. Yeah, they, they will. We just got to shift them to pay it us. They won't pay it from us. <laughs> right, but they not. You, you see, what I noticed about when people try to come out and be high end, they start at the very high end. Nobody actually see them grow. Gucci wasn't always $400 a sneaker, and that's what people don't understand. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you see that growth because initially the quality get better so if i keep seeing your quality get better 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 i'm cool with that but a lot of people just come and want you can't not you and i'm just saying in general a nigga be like thousand dollars for a t-shirt and you're like 
dog, this the same twenty dollar t shirt that I got on. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But if I progressively see you building up, like okay, I remember when the t shirts felt like this, this, and this. But it is definitely proven that niggas will spend four hundred dollars for a t shirt, and they like. The whole game is like so homophobic, but they buy all high-end clothes from homosexual yeah. designers. Like yeah. that don't make no sense. So support <laughs> this black man, this heterosexual black man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that'll just keep it coming. So, uh, so you keep saying we. So I assume you got a team. Talk about your team. Yeah, a little yeah bit. I, uh, I got a team. A team of designers. Actually, my one of my partners from New York, uh, Wavy Wavy Nagash uh, on Facebook. Um, he actually designed a Amon Ra shoe. Yeah. And uh, he, you know, he working on some new designs right now. Yeah, okay. So it's just y'all two? Uh, right now, yeah. How did y'all link up? Uh, YouTube. That's dope. That's yeah. dope, yeah. So you Wait a minute, so, when you say YouTube, like commenting on videos? Or, uh, like, I put a video on YouTube and he saw it and he like hit me in the inbox and was like, yo, I like what you're doing and we just took it from there. That's dope. That's dope. So what, uh, what's some stores that you in? Because y'all in stores in New York, yeah, right? Um, no, we're not in no oh, stores just in New York. City. Uh, we in a store in Atlanta called uh, Stitches. Yeah. Um, where you know where it's at? Uh, I don't know the address. Uh, but um, then we in stores in Detroit. We in like uh, we in Elson. Yeah. We in Strictly Sportswear. Yeah. Uh, we in Three Thirteen. Yeah, that's the premier store right now in Detroit. Three Thirteen. He got a lot of stuff. He welcome a lot of brands and designers yeah. from the city. I like that guy. You feel what I'm saying? Like I met him a couple times. He pretty cool. Yeah, definitely waiting on that new store to open up on um, Living Noise. Mm-hmm. What's that called? The Fashion Mile or some shit? Um, the Fashion what? Avenue. Fashion Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. So, anything else you want to talk about, bro? Like the floor is yours, man. We got you here to put you with our audience, and hopefully, uh, they get down with the company. Yeah, definitely. Uh, check out Nagash eighty three dot com. It's definitely some um, informative information on there as well. If you read the blogs, uh, we like to tell stories on the blog. I haven't updated in a while, but, um, we will be updating it soon with some more inf- informative information. So when you say tell stories, like do every shoe got like his own story? Um, it's always a story behind this shoe. It's always a story behind the name of the shoe. Okay. So you what's know? that you got on right now? These right here is the denim hoteps. Okay. What's the story behind the that? The story behind these was the hotel was just to be peace, to walk in peace. Walk okay. in peace, right? Yeah. And the actual shoe, the whole tip that you're pushing right now is actually a shoe that was inspired by your father uh, in his military. It's, uh, yeah, the camouflage hotel. The camouflage hotel. So, what was the actual inspiration behind that? Mixing the camouflage with being inspired by your father. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just because he was, a, you know, he was a warrior, but he, you know, he camouflaged that when he went into prison. He, you know, he. He stopped, you know, being, you know, this this violent person, and you know, he he didn't get into fights and things like that because he wanted to set a set an example and be a role model to me. Right. So you know, he 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 camouflaged all that to be a positive person in in the prison. And he was actually a private in the army, right? Yeah. yeah so that's that's dope. So um, did you ever think about joining the military, or did he shun you from that? Like uh, he always told me that was some that wasn't the place for a black man. Yeah, you hear that a lot too. You hear that a lot. But then some black people be like, "Yo, we give you structure." It like, I don't yeah. know. You know, yeah, what I'm yeah, I was like, gonna go to the uh, I was gonna go to the Navy. Navy. I had took that test. I got like the highest in the school that year on the test, and I ain't never studied for it. I didn't even know what the fuck it was. You know what I'm saying? And they sent the recruiter, bro. And just long story short, I couldn't be on no ship with no dudes for. Eight months at a time, especially the type of nigga they sent. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it helps some people. Some people need that that structure. You know what I'm saying? They might not get it at home, or, right? You know, on their own. But 
Because, like, I got an uncle that, you know, he been in the military. He was in there for 15 years, and he's so, like, well-organized. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, man, I wish I was like you, but, you know, he got it all from the military. Yeah, see, I was, uh, I had a dream of being a, a, a international criminal. And <laughs> it, it sounds funny, but when <laughs> you look at international truth. crime and international criminals, like from Russia and all that, they all got a military background. But my dream was deferred because my cousin came over one day walking with a boombox. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then... I took my dream to rap, but if I was go like I'm telling my daughter now, I'm training her like if you want to be an international criminal, you gonna have to go to the military and get this real training because yeah. when you get to dealing with these Chinese gangsters and these Russian gangsters, these motherfuckers is in a triad or they they don't yeah. get military training and all that, and that's not a joke. I am telling my daughter that that is, but the, we need more American international criminals. criminals yeah. Black. yeah, yeah, we do. We need more black international criminals. You know, I mean, if you gonna be a criminal, go be big, international. Nigga, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because shit. Everything is controlled by illegal trade. You know what I'm saying? Illegal business. You know what I'm saying? When you hear a nigga got a billion dollars and he from another country, it's some dope or something mixed up in that. It got to be. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. tell me a nigga got to a billion dollars without tech and or drugs. How the fuck you get to a billion dollars? Right. You feel what I'm saying? So what's the release date for the uh, the new, the, uh, the, the whole tip with the uh, camouflage? They out already? It was already out. How they doing? How they doing? How they performing? Um, they almost sold out. Okay, so do you do a limited number every time? You yeah, know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so it's like, do you number them though, like one of such and such to uh, make it special we, for we the? We used to, but we we stopped actually doing that because uh, we kind of like didn't want to didn't want to limit ourselves because sometimes we might bring more out. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So what's the highest selling? Uh, the highest selling is the Amara Ra shoes, the uh, white and gold ones. White yeah. and gold ones. And that, is that the uh, they kind of high top with the strap yeah. on it? Yeah. Is that what he got? What did he get? He got it's some black ones like that too, right? Oh, yeah, we got some black and gold ones. Like yeah, that yeah, too. that's what my homeboy yeah. got the black and gold ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. So give your uh, social media, man. Yeah, you can find me on social media. All social media is at Nagash eighty three. Spell that out for him. N e g a s h eighty three. And then on YouTube is. Uh, Rockland the gosh. So on YouTube, what you do like tutorials and stuff, or you just uh, update I'm on the product? I'm not too active on there, but I usually put like you know shoe videos on there. Uh, yeah, just videos of you know 360 videos of the shoes and things like that. Now, when you, because I would assume, well, I'm not gonna assume. Do you still wear other people's shoes? I haven't worn nobody else's shoes probably in about nine years. That's <laughs> what the fuck I'm talking about, dog. But do you buy them to see the quality? So say you got a shoe that's a price point, let's just say $180, right? Do you go buy a similar shoe that's $180 and look at the quality? I won't buy them, but I'll go to the store and I'll window Try shop. Try them on yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good. Because you're in a wide open market as being a black-owned shoe company that's pushing a black line. Like, I don't even know if there's any other black-owned shoe companies out there with the like with the history because you're pushing a black line. Like, because the term, uh, the gosh, that the, I mean... Uh, the definition that you got for it is a different definition that I got for it, and I knew that because obviously I read the bio, but I knew that when you said it, it had nothing to do with the village in Ethiopia. You know what I'm saying? But that's because that's actually an Ethiopian term, right? But it, yeah. it was an African term because oh, okay. it means something else too. It, but it's also a village in Ethiopia. Right. So like just pushing that. So every time somebody said it, you got to think about Africa, you got to think about us it's just yeah. in general. And I like that concept. Man. Yeah, I like, I like to. That. I like to say you know, like I say, like you know, it means heir to the throne, and it's not like it's not it's, it means royalty not as a physical term but a state of mind you know yeah, that's yeah. to keep people on a higher frequency yeah. you know just you know 
what you put out in the universe, you get back. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Go out go out today and call a nigga by his whole name. And before the day up, somebody go call you by your whole name. That's just a simple version of it. Yeah. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like that is how it happened. So hey man, we appreciate you coming, man. We behind you hundred percent. I'm gonna check out the website, see what I like. I'm really in the camouflage. Are they true to size? Do the shoes fit true to size for people ordering off the website? They run a little bit. Okay. So like so if I'm a, a half size. So bit. if I'm a ten, just get a nine and a half. Well, what do you do? We half do half sizes. Size. So if so I'm if a ten, a get 10 a nine. just get the ten. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now why don't you do half sizes? It's it's just too much confusion. It's like a lot. In it's, the manufacturing more, process. It's, yeah, it's more uh, expensive. Make because how we got to do the shoes, we got to make the soles for each size. Oh, okay. for each sole. So it's like more money we got to spend. In, right. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But when you get into the high end, though, it's just straight whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, straight whole sizes. right because your competition ain't Nike, uh, your competition Gucci. You know what I'm saying, yeah. like, and, and that's the standard we want everybody to know for it. Like so, when you when you're looking at the price points, when you're looking at these shoes, we not this ain't a gym shoe. It's a lifestyle shoe. You could put this on with jeans. You could put this on and go to church or the masjid, whichever you prefer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's not a gym shoe. It's a lifestyle shoe. So check out the website and you will understand what I'm saying because it's it's, it's something to look at. It's gonna catch your eye, but it ain't too flashy. It's it's a good yeah, look. It's definitely you know it's definitely head turning. Anytime you wearing the gosh, you turn the head. You know. So yeah, you sure. got you got um, I seen you had some hoodies and stuff too. Like so, is certain hoodies for certain shoes, or is it was they t shirts? I was on the website a couple of weeks ago because I uh, I think the shirt I wanted to order was sold out. I can't remember what shirt it was though because I don't want to mess up the names. You know what I'm saying? But like so, when you drop certain shoes, like your shirt match your shoes perfect. Is that a con- I could buy that like a combo set or how does that go? Well, we yeah we do have a uh, combo like shirts to match the shoes on the website. Like we got camo shirts to match the camo shoes. Oh, okay, okay, that's dope. That's dope. That's so dope. get a website one more time. The website is nagash83.com. That's N-E-G-A-S-H-83.com. And then if I'm in the city but I want to order it online, what's the shipping? Like how long is the shipping time? Shipping is two to three days. Okay, okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, okay. And then the stuff that's online, is it exclusive to online or is the stuff online the same stuff I go to one of those stores? A lot of stuff that's online, like the new stuff, like we just came out with the low tops, them can only be bought online. They ain't in no stores. Okay, okay. So that's just to let people know whatever you see at the store, might see something different online. Get both of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah support this. This is this is something that you should support. Like flat, we can't tell you what you to do with your money, but we can tell you what you should do with your money. You know yeah, what I said, yeah. go grab you some of these shoes. Some support this lifestyle brand because it's for us. You know what I'm saying? Period. It ain't football. What is for us by us? Yeah, yeah. You a witty nigga, yo. Yeah, I can tell. That shirt is comedy, yeah, so dog. Much, yeah. so. you know what I'm you can I ain't gonna say what's on the shirt, though, because yeah. it ain't no free pub. It ain't no free. We know. fucking videotaping it. I'm just saying. Like, yo, blank <laughs> this shit out. Hey, my G, blank this shirt out. You know what I'm saying? Put, put the big blur on his shit. So, you, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? But, uh, like, we appreciate you for coming. Anybody want to get in contact with us, y'all know how to do it. Instagram and Twitter at TCE Pod. That's Instagram and Twitter at TCE Pod. If you want to advertise on the show, you can hit us at P. PR at TCOHH.org. PR at TCOHH.org. And I want for my brother. What I want for myself. Definitely appreciate the invite. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the boots, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, old hat put me up on them bitches.